Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. We're going to be close to record highs today in the triple digits in most places. I'll show you how many days in a row the heat wave will stick around. And classes are canceled here at UNC today as mental health is being a top priority. Just ahead, I'll explain the events happening on campus today and how the community will remember the professor who was shot and killed a week ago. The person is in the hospital after a shooting in Clayton early this morning. Police are trying to track down the person who pulled the trigger. And a historic night for Duke's football team. Fans stormed the field in celebration after a big upset win over the ninth ranked team in the country. Storming the field <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's so just cool. crazy. Six <laughs> o'clock. Good morning, everyone. Great to have you with us on this Tuesday, which feels like a Monday because it's after <laughs> the holiday. Hope you had a great holiday weekend. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. Yeah, that was a fun way to end the first full weekend of college football, right? That was incredible Impressive. last night. It ended late, so we're going to show you some of that in just a little bit. Elizabeth Gardner, meantime, in the WRO Severe Weather Center right now. These folks are getting back to work, back to school, and we're back to the heat again. Yeah, and I, so I'd rather not show you this. <laughs> Football sounds so much more fun. 72 right now with a dew point of 70, which isn't terrible. But we're looking at triple-digit heat this afternoon, and that dew point will be right around 70. It's going to feel like 102, 103 this afternoon. And, you know, school is in. Speaking of football, you know, kids have practices after school. It's going to be one of those days that they're really going to need to take it easy. 71 in Southern Pines, 70 in Goldsboro, 70 in South Hill, but 64 up in Roxboro right now. Hour by hour, we'll hit 90 degrees by lunchtime. So any exercise that you need to do today, hopefully you can get it done before lunchtime. We'll climb into the upper 90s to right around 100. That 100 would break the previous record at RDU. I'll show you what happens next when our cold front arrives to help to drop these temperatures. Coming up, Brian. 601, back to work, back to school this morning. We're looking good as we get started. Taking a look at that live sensor map, we're not picking up any delays around the triangle. All clear on I-40 through Wake County in both directions. Coming in from the eastern side of Wake County, 64 westbound, all clear out of Wendell and Zebulon. US-1 northbound out of Cary looking good as you head out of Apex back toward Raleigh. And 885 is clear in Durham as we take a look at that live camera at Cheek Road. You can see it's getting busier out there. That northbound side seeing just a one-minute delay overall from I-40 up to I-85. I'm Brett Neese in the WRL Breaking News Tracker in Clayton, where police are looking for who shot someone behind these townhomes on Athletic Club Boulevard. It happened just after midnight. Police tell me the person who was shot was taken to Wake Med. I'm working to find out the extent of their injuries. I'm also working to find out how this car is a part of this investigation. Police towed it away from the scene just after 2.30 a.m. I'll stay on top of the story and keep you updated. Brittany, WRL News, Clayton. There will be no classes at UNC today as the campus observes a well-being day. 
It's an opportunity to focus on mental health in the wake of a difficult start to the school year. WRO's Laura Levine is live at UNC this morning. And Laura, this day has additional significance after last week's deadly shooting. It does, Renee. You know, these well-being days was already on the schedule for this semester, but very timely right now as students are still processing the traumatizing events of last week. Now, uh, formerly known as wellness days, these days were first introduced in 2020 at UNC to combat the effects that COVID-19 brought on and remote learning. The university says these days allow the campus to have a break from coursework to focus on mental health and overall wellness. This comes a week after the shooting death of Dr. ZJ Yen, who was an accomplished scientist, beloved colleague, and devoted father. Today, the Chinese American Friendship Association of North Carolina and North Carolina Asian Americans together are hosting a candlelight vigil to honor his legacy and support the UNC and NC Asian American communities. That vigil will take place at the Cary Arts Center from 745 to 9 o'clock tonight. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Chapel Hill. There are still a lot of questions this morning surrounding a death on NC State's campus. The university would not say if it involves a student, but we're told it happened at Sullivan Residence Hall yesterday afternoon. Students on campus say they had very limited information on what happened, but some speculate it could be a suicide. Just this semester, the school added 50 counselors, ensuring that at least one counselor is available in each of the 11 colleges. The university has also provided wellness days in the past so students can take a break and we found students appreciate those efforts by the university. In stating that they care and they're like taking precautions to um, make sure that everybody's well-being is taken care of. Last year, the school says it responded to seven apparent suicides involving students. However, investigators have not released any details about what happened yesterday. If you or anyone you know is having thoughts of suicide or going through a crisis, there's a 24-hour lifeline staffed and ready to help. Just dial 988. The man accused in a brutal assault that led to the death of a Raleigh restaurant's manager will be in court today. Tyrell Moore is charged with murder in the death of David Millett. Millett was the general manager of Midwood Smokehouse. Police say he was attacked at 2 a.m. on August 26th on Glenwood Avenue. He died on the morning of September 1st. And happening right now in the WREL Live Center this morning, we are learning that North Korean leader Kim Jong-un may travel to Russia for talks with President Vladimir Putin. Officials think that there also could be an arms deal here. Potential sales were discussed back in July. The Kremlin said today that they could not confirm these reports. Uh, they say we have nothing to say on this topic. There are also no details on when or where this meeting may take place. Uh, there are also talks that Russia and North Korea might hold joint military drills in the future as well. Michelle, thanks. Chatham County Sheriff's Office is urging families to be safe on the water after a tragic Labor Day weekend. Sunday afternoon, the Sheriff's Office recovered the body of a 13-year-old boy, Kevin Lopez. He drowned around 5.30 off the Jordan Lake Parkers Creek Beach. It marks the ninth drowning in Jordan Lake so far this year. Now, visitors to the lake are proceeding with caution. The Sheriff's Office recommends designating an adult to watch your children near the water. Also, stay in designated swimming areas. It is back to school at a new school for some students in Durham. Northern High School is finally opening today after being delayed. More than 1,300 students will be welcomed this morning starting at 9.15.
Northern High School received its occupancy permit Friday for the main building. The auditorium and athletic fields are still off limits because they're being inspected and waiting for permits. The school was slated to open when the traditional calendar schools opened, but it was hit with delays from the storm that knocked out power in Durham last month. It's a night Duke football fans will remember for a long time. Fans stormed the field at Wallace Wade Stadium last night after the Blue Devils pulled off a huge upset in their season opener. Duke hosted ninth-ranked Clemson and beat the Tigers handily 28-7. That result sending the Blue Devils faithful into this frenzy. It's Duke's first win over a top-10 opponent since 1989, which was also over Clemson at home. The Blue Devils will look to continue their hot start to the season Saturday night when they host Lafayette. Wake County is opening its cooling stations today as extreme heat moves in. Health and Human Services buildings, social service buildings, and county libraries will all be available for people to beat the heat. They'll also be open tomorrow and Thursday to help folks stay cool. And cooling stations will also be open in Cumberland County today. Several places will be open for anyone who needs access to air conditioning, and that includes all eight libraries and the parks and rec centers. Good news if you're headed to NC State's home opener this weekend and the fair next month. Tomorrow, the DOT will reopen Hillsborough Street to both east and west traffic. So that will allow you to once again make the turn onto Hillsborough from Blue Ridge Road. This closure is a piece of a much larger construction project. When it's finished, Blue Ridge Road will pass beneath Hillsborough Street, the railroad tracks, and Barrel Road. A new street will connect Hillsborough Street and Blue Ridge Road. The work is expected to take another year to complete. This is like something out of a horror film. A man realized an escaped, convicted murderer was inside his home. That was the terrifying moment where I looked at my wife and I said, he's in the house, call 911. Can you imagine coming up fear in a Pennsylvania neighborhood as the manhunt for that escaped convict grows? And an act of kindness on a flight, developing into a friendship in the triangle. How two moms reconnected in a story you'll see only on WREL. And some record heat likely for the next couple of days. We're looking at a cool down by the weekend. It'll come with some scattered showers and storms. I'll show you the timeline. As you get into your car, tune to WRAL News Plus on your radio in Raleigh on 99.3 FM, in Durham 96.5 FM, and everywhere on 101.5 HD3. Six eleven, a little bit of a glow there on the horizon there in Sanford. We're going to see a lot of sunshine today. And boy, it's going to be a hot one. We hit 99 yesterday. We'll likely hit that or even around 100 for this afternoon. A couple of spots in the 60s this morning. 68 in Lewisburg, 69 in Tarboro. It's 71 in Southern Pines, 73 in Fayetteville, 70 in Irwin, and in South Hill, Virginia. Dog walking forecast. It's warm and sticky. It feels like summer, but it's going to heat up very fast. Looking at 90 at lunchtime. If you're walking the dog this evening, even at uh, 6 and 7 o'clock. It's going to be in the upper 80s to low 90s. It is going to be a dry day for today and tomorrow, but I'm following a front that arrives later in the week. It will help to cool our temperatures down and bring us some much needed rain. I'll show you the timeline, Brian. 
612 right now as we check traffic in Durham with that camera out at 885 at Ellis Road. Getting busier out there, but we're not seeing any delays on either side of 885. All of your major routes in Durham and Chapel Hill are looking all right as we get started this morning. And in Raleigh, everything's moving along well with no crashes reported anywhere in Wake County. And as we check those major approaches into Raleigh, seeing only a one-minute delay on southbound Capitol Boulevard as you head in from Wake Forest down to 540, Jeff. Only on WRAL, an act of kindness on a flight is blossoming into a friendship in the Triangle. Military mom of three, Summer Erdell, was flying from San Diego to Raleigh when her one-year-old, Skyler, got very sick. She says she was getting tired on her three-leg flight across the country when another passenger stepped in. That woman, whose name she learned was Jenny, helped her get Skyler to sleep. Jenny then gave her mom a sweater and told her to rest up that she'd handle the kids the rest of the way. Once she got to Raleigh, Summer posted to Facebook in an effort to find Jenny. The story quickly took off. Last night, WRL was on the line when they connected by Zoom. I'm sorry if we like kind of overstepped or anything, but we just really had to find you. <laughs> it is so good to be able to talk to you again. That's great. Jenny is Jenny Martin of Morrisville. She's a mom of eight, all between the ages of 10 and college. She's a teacher at Wake Tech, and the women are already making plans to get together, including a swim date for Summer's oldest daughter and Jenny's youngest child. Love moms helping moms. Yeah. A massive manhunt continues this morning for a dangerous criminal who escaped from a Pennsylvania prison. Now we're hearing from a man who says the escaped inmate was in his house. WRO's Ken Smith is here now with that neighbor's firsthand account of this frightening encounter. Ken. You know, really just unimaginable, right? Neighbors in that Pocopson Township in Pennsylvania are waking up this morning again terrified as this search continues. Let's get right to video of this all-out search for 34-year-old Danello Calvacante. He escaped from a Chester County prison last week after being convicted of killing an ex-girlfriend. He's also wanted in his native Brazil for killing an ex-girlfriend there. Chester County is less than an hour west of Philadelphia. What neighbor got the shock of his life when he says Calvacante was in his house over the weekend? Listen to what Ryan Drummond says happened. What I decided to do was flicker the light switch five times just to let him know that I knew that he was downstairs. And then he flicked the light back. That was the terrifying moment where I looked at my wife and I said, he's in the house, call 911 right now. Yeah, Drummond says Cavacante stole some produce from the house. Authorities are now asking Cavacante's mother to get involved to encourage her son to turn himself into law enforcement officers. You'll hear more from Ryan Drummond coming up on Today at 7, right after our morning news. Jeff. I want to hear more about that, how he got in. Wow, Ken, thanks. With the new school year underway, it is not just parents spending more money on school supplies. There's new data showing more than 90% of teachers are digging deeper into their bank accounts. And that's all to help meet their classroom needs. According to the National Education Association, it predicts teachers will spend $800 or more out of pocket to cover learning costs this year. Smithfield may join the list of towns and cities with social districts. The proposal would include three blocks on Market Street and a block to either side. It would operate 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. seven days a week. The proposal is expected to come up for a vote at today's town council meeting. It is 616. Let's take a look at the beautiful views that we have around town. 
beautiful start to what's going to be another hot day. Perhaps record heat, Elizabeth. Uh, 100 is our forecast for today, and the record for RDU is 97, so I've got a good chance of tying that or most likely breaking it. It is a pretty morning out there, though. We're looking at uh, some sunshine. You can see that there in Goldsboro, and of course, gradually we'll start to see everything lightening up uh, everywhere else, too. Looking at Apex and Chapel Hill, cameras just turned a little different direction there, and of course, our newsroom there in Fayetteville. What's ahead for us? Triple-digit heat today for most of the viewing area. In some cases, that'll set a record high. We have a cold front that arrives on Friday. That will increase our rain chances and help to drop our temperatures, but it's not going to kick out our humidity, unfortunately. And then the tropics are really starting to uh, get fired up again. Let's start there. This system, 100% chance of developing at least into a tropical depression, but a lot of the computer models really spin this up and uh, kind of point it up here, you know, toward the southeast coast, not necessarily making landfall, but we'll kind of take a look at where it could be headed. This one, a 70% chance. Looks like it has a better shot and just swinging up here into the North Atlantic. And then that yellow blob up there, that's the remnants of Franklin, of course, which was a Category 4 storm. It's nearing the coast of Portugal, but doesn't look like it's going to cause much trouble for folks there. Tropical storm probability around 90% here over the next few days. It looks like it backs off just a little bit, potentially. Uh, no, there it goes up to a 98% chance that it's going to be a tropical storm as it moves to the north of the Leeward Islands. And that would likely happen and, you know, sometime in the next couple of days. Here are our computer model plots, and they go out to Saturday morning. And again, uh, pulling it north, and then you can sort of see which direction they're headed. Um, you know, it could end up well off the coast of the United States. It's just too early to tell. You can see, here's a look at Futurecast, and you can watch that system. We'll pause it on Monday at 8.45 a.m. So there's a long time to watch this one over the next several uh, next several days or a week or so. The next name on the list would be Lee, and it looks like that's the system that would probably get the next name on the list. Here comes that cold front that's going to move in here toward the end of the week. Thursday at 6 p.m. we're fairly dry, but Friday at 6 p.m. you can see some scattered storms. And again, Saturday as that front stalls here. So looking at a 40% chance on Friday and Saturday, that chance continues over the weekend. On Sunday, it's a 30% chance and a 30% chance on Monday. So we go from triple digits the next couple of days to closer to normal highs in the 80s by the weekend, Ryan. 619 right now. Let's take a look at traffic. The live sensor map right now still clear all over the Triangle and throughout the rest of the region as well. No crashes showing up anywhere in Wake County. Also quiet in Durham and Chapel Hill. I want to remind you about that good news that tomorrow they're going to reopen Hillsborough Street in both directions out at the Blue Ridge Road intersection. That's been closed for months now as part of that big project to run Blue Ridge Road under the railroad tracks in Hillsborough Street out by the state fairgrounds. That project itself is going to continue into next Year, but at least tomorrow, starting tomorrow, Hillsborough Street will reopen in both directions, and that should hopefully save you a little bit of time there on the west side of Raleigh. Thanks, Brian. The all-too-familiar sound of gunshots in Glenwood South has neighbors on edge. Coming up, the safety measures Raleigh police have added, and why neighbors say that's not enough. Plus, take a look at this. It is the mass exodus of the Burning Man Festival the hours these cars were expected to wait in traffic before finally escaping the muddy desert. And on your screen right now, the NC Education Lottery winning numbers. This is What's Trending report, sponsored by Rug and Home.
Duke's quarterback had a special request after leading his team to a big win. Brian Schrader here now with what's trending on our Tuesday morning, Brian. Riley Leonard mm -hmm. played a great game, but he was still worried about something afterward. Professor Taylor, if you're seeing this, please let me turn in my homework late because it's due tonight. I think it's 12, so it may already be 12. Pick this up. Leonard led the Blue Devils to an upset win over Clemson, but what about that homework? Well, as of this morning, we still don't know if Professor Taylor is going to grant that exemption. We can show him that 44-yard touchdown run and put things away. I don't know if that's how it works, but uh, you know it might be worth a try just one time. That was the biggest win in years. I, this just makes me think of the Cameron Crazies, uh, but it was the Wallace Wade Wackos last night jumping, jumping out on the field there going crazy. I love it. Well, certainly his excuse, his alibi, can be validated. Yeah, that's true. There is video evidence. <laughs> right. But, Riley, you should have done your homework before <laughs> yeah, playing know, right. that ball game. It might be that. <laughs> yes. Uh, this morning we're all reminiscing about Smash Mouth after the news of singer Steve Harwell's death. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Well, back in the 90s, you heard that song everywhere. It soared to new heights in the movie Shrek, and it came back into the mainstream again in recent years with memes. Harwell died yesterday at 56 of liver failure. Hey, now you're an all-star, right? I mean, that's the earworm that so many people know. And that song was written by uh, the guitarist who, after getting a bunch of fan mail from young kids who felt like they were being bullied, he wanted to write a song for them about their experience. And then as for what to title the song, he looked down at his shoes. He's wearing Converse All-Stars. So there you go. <laughs> That's how you're an all-star. Totally turned into an anthem in that era and the Shrek movie and everything. It was oh, fun. 1999, it was fun. yeah. That was the big hit. And then into the early 2000s mm -hmm. for sure. Brian, thank you. We showed you this special giraffe in what's trending recently, and today we will learn her name. She was born at a zoo in western Tennessee, and she's the only known giraffe of her type in the world. She's spotless. The zoo asked for help from its Facebook followers to give her a name. This morning on Today, the zoo's director joins the show to reveal the name they chose. Today airs at 7 right here on WRL. Cape Fear Regional Theater starts its new season this week. Thursday is opening night for The Play That Goes Wrong. It's the first of six shows this year that will also include Cinderella, The Addams Family, and Sister Act. Tickets and season passes are available on the theater's website. And headed out the door this morning, it feels like summer. As the kids are heading into school, temperatures are in the mid-70s. We're seeing mostly sunny skies, but as that last bell rings and they head outside, temperatures will be in the triple digits. I'll show you how long this will last coming up. And classes are canceled today here at UNC, and mental health is a top priority. I'll explain the events happening today and how the community will honor the professor who was shot and killed a week ago. And a person is in the hospital after shooting in Clayton just after midnight. Police looking for the person who was responsible. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. 
Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.